0: Take every moment grateful that you have the opportunity to take it.
1: What, what discomforts, what pains do we throw on ourselves because of faulty perspective, because of faulty expectation? Um, I read a quote the other day. It said, I'll be the first one to tell you to quadruple your expectations for how long you think it will take. It will take your entire life because that's the point of it. What's up, bro? How you doing?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm alive, right? That's it's a another blessing. day, right? Gratitude. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Positive yeah. focus.
1: What's your positive focus right now?
0: Oh, my goodness, positive focus. Honestly, it's my little one right now. Um, last night, he was. the other day, he was really sick, and now he's, like, up and running, right? And I'm like, it's just, I, I may I may not define the, what you meant by that, but I just felt like this morning doing what I can, going all in, just to, to prove to my kids that, hey, dad still got it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think that's the one thing I, I literally woke up to this morning thinking about that. I, I, I can like, echo
1: that. The kids are have been sick. They're recovering. Yeah. Um, it's just good to see them full of joy and energy and chaos again. Uh, and also that's just, you know, thankful for the little things during the craziness that's going on in the world. So
0: You told me that yesterday. You showed me that gratitude. Um, and I think I would love to highlight that because there it was, um, he says, "What? Did, how did you say it? You said, take every moment grateful that you have the opportunity to take it. Yeah,
1: I'd have to pull it up for the specific quote, but it's like gratitude for the moment, gratitude for the moment, especially the pressure-filled moments. Uh, When you have that, uh, the pressure, or the, uh, what do you say? I'm going to have to pull that up, but essentially it is like being grateful for even the hard moments, right? Like not just when things feel amazing. Exactly.
0: Uh, Being given the moment, essentially. And I thought that's a blessing because think about it. Like There's other parts of the world who do they don't have the opportunity like to fall into overemployment, right? To to find digital, learn about digital market agencies, to even learn. Right? It's like mm-hmm. we so for everything that we do, like it just just being grateful that we can do it, can try mm-hmm. and can fail. But the fact that we're able to do it and learn learn something from that, I think man, that, that little piece, it really hit me yesterday. So so thank you for sharing exactly. that.
1: Yeah, no, exactly, man. Uh it's like a lot of perspective shift going on here for me as in regards to um what what you just said and uh the hard things and like what is what what discomforts, what pains do we throw on ourselves because of faulty perspective, because of faulty expectations, right? So um I read a quote the other day it said I will be the first one to tell you to quadruple your expectations for how long you think it will take. It will take your entire life because that's the point of it. Right. We get so outcome focused. We get so um, our timeline and we create this gap. Right. The the gap in the gains book. Like we need to live more in the gains. Um, We're looking for the We're we're filling this gap, creating anxiety because we're not where we want to be. And we think we want that outcome when really the reward is uh, becoming better. And another quote, the magic is found in the work that you're avoiding. Right. The conversation you're avoiding. The, uh, and we're moving away from discomfort more than we are towards pleasure. A lot of these, you can see how this is all kind of stacking in my mind and it all kind of falls under the umbrella of discipline, yeah. right? What What is discipline? And I heard a discipline equation that I think makes a lot of sense. Um, we could dig into that, but yeah, a, a lot there that we can fix just with our perspective,
0: I think. That's so true. I, I have another quote that, that when you were mentioning those two, one popped up, it says, uh, most people overestimate what they can do in one year but underestimate what they can compl- accomplish in five mm. right and it's like that's so true in five years. like look at your life five years ago like five years ago i was a welder right um making just chum change right and now it's like i double tripled that if anything right and it's like that was five years ago i'm like it makes you think like dang you could do a lot
1: Literally. Yeah. It, it just stacks up more than we could than we can ever imagine. But we I think we give up right on the uh, the micro because we're so because fo- the macro hasn't arrived yet. And yeah. what's crazy is you have to carry both those perspectives at the same time, like a worm's eye view and a bird eye view. Right. Both both in terms of like, hey, where am I going? So you're not caught up in the weeds and then like down on your tactics, but also on the big picture perspective of life. And then the moment to moment, you only have the moment. So it's kind of like this duality thing. I don't think it's just for the visionaries, that's their superpower, and the you know the operators, that's their superpower. I think as humans, we have to work to carry both, right? It's kind of like that zoom out, that's zoom cool. in. Have you ever done yeah. that? If you are like, we're like flying in a plane twice in two weeks. I'm not a big flyer. I haven't flown a lot. Yeah. You just see the all these, like even you see other little planes down there getting ready to take off. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you can see how it's just like a little little toy airplane to God for how big he is. And I'm like, dude, we're just one little, we're one little ant down there. Like, If our problems feel like it's the whole world, but look down there and it's not to diminish what we're going through, but man, it puts it into perspective and it's actually freeing if you think about it. Right. So this isn't as big as I think about, or, that person is not as concerned about me as I'm worried about their opinion, you know?
0: 100%. No, that's that's so. so true. I love that. And that's the hard part of staying in that balance of knowing that, hey, it's not that serious, right? But at the same time, like, it could be serious, right? Like, you could go all in, right? And I like that you mentioned that, seeing it from the airplane point of view, like, things look different from down below. But, like, it's funny because I've had these moments, most people can relate to this, When you're looking at your own problems, you're so close to it that it's hard to to figure out what's next. Like, what's the right logical next step? But when someone comes in with a problem and it's their world and you look at it from from an outside point of view, you said, oh, I don't know what to do. I will go ahead and do that, that, that. Go fix that and you'll be good, right? And it's just funny because you see from, it's just, just being that perspective shift, being the outsider makes you realize, oh, that's all you have to do. But when you're back at home, you know, and you're looking back at your, your problems only two feet away. It's mm. like hard to see what's the next logical step. So, so yeah, um, having Easy someone get, get, get lost back in that. there, right? Get lost back yeah. in the weeds. And I so think funny. the alignment
1: piece is what is often missing. You can have someone tell you what you should be doing, uh, what you should be focusing on, how to do something. But if you're not clear on your why, the alignment, as cliche as it sounds, I mean, Simon Sinek wrote a whole book on this. But you have your big picture whys, but then you also have the why am I doing this? Someone challenged me. Why ask yourself, why am I attracted to that thing? Why do I keep coming back to that thing? 100%. How many things in our life do I go do you turn to? That doesn't mean it's bad, but I haven't asked why am I attracted to this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, dude, when you have the alignment, then you can fo- and focus on clear priorities and then you keep you cultivate the discipline because you have a strong why. It's the whole quote, you with a strong enough why you can endure anything, right? So it just kind of had me f- turning my gears. Like, what have I given up on? Because I haven't really dug in. Like, why? Why am I doing this? What's? How do I have alignment in how this fits into my life and a life well lived at that?
0: A hundred percent. And you know what's helped me to figure out my why? Um, it's this one actually. I've learned this one from Dan Co. Right? He said, um, um, you know, taking a step back and looking at some of the personality tests that you can take for free, right? grateful that we have the opportunity the internet to use th- to understand that but once I looked into my my it was the Myers-Briggs personality test mine was um uh, uh an ENFJ right and it, it kind of helped me see like oh it, it showed a lot of my strengths and it, it did reveal the weaknesses I had and I was like I can verify that those are all true but what I realized was after looking at to, into it some more I was like Here's, um, it made me, um, it, it guided me to look at my values, the things I valued most, right? And I was able to label those, like, okay, which one's first, second, third. And it's funny, because after you realize that, you will notice that most of the actions you take, um, it's usually geared to the values that you prioritize most, right? Like, some people prioritize success. Um, some people prioritize, like, the um, uh, continuous learning. I got to always learn right and i realized that if they find that to be important to them the actions they take tend to be aligned to what they find is most important like it, like for example you know there's people who back in the day uh, money was scarce so they used to save and, and and penny pinch and that was what's important to them holding on to money and then they would and they would if they see someone blowing it crazy they tend to to like backhand the idea like why would you ever do that like they'll they'll tend to get mad because that's what's important to them holding on to money and it's just funny once you realize like what's important to you those values you'll you'll pretty much have a blueprint of the actions you're more likely to take you can see anyone's actions what they will take if you understand what values they have and how they prioritize those in order it's like it's like a hack
1: life 100 percent. I've heard it seen said like your values are like the the lenses through which you navigate the mission yeah right yeah so you got mission vision values all those things as far as alignment goes and it's so true it becomes a filter um mm-hmm. you know you want to hear a small small little one that hit me the other day when I was at the store please, please do so uh it's always stood with me the story this coach told me when he's you know he he values being someone who takes care of the environment that he's in. But he also loves soccer. He loves to kick things around. Well, he's walking down the road and he sees some trash on the road and he wants to kick it. And he might have kicked it once, but just like you know, just kick it and keep moving. But then his value, his remember his he remembered who he is, who he wants to become, more and more like. And he's like, not nah, if I want, if I don't want to have cognitive dissonance from my values and my actions, I am someone who picks that up. I am someone who takes care of their neighborhood, their environment. Yeah. Goes, picks it up, puts it in the trash example that hit my head not only the story this is the power of the story but it's also the power of values um i want to be someone like that who doesn't just come into an environment and leave it worse than when i came i go to the store i'm looking for a drink i find this one i'm like i think this one i want found one i want different on a different aisle grab it put the other one back right where it doesn't go yeah and i started to walk away as soon as i started to turn the corner i was like "Ah, convenience says leave it values say go get it and put it back yeah. And I had to pause and it took me a minute. I'm like, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to take the extra time and I go and get it and put it back. So it's, uh, it's those little things. I think that's, that's, those are moments of success too, not just the results. Right.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I do the same thing. Like I would throw like a paper into the trash can and I'll miss. Right. But I'm on, on my way to go do something, but something is pulling me. It's like that gravity, like in some ways pulling me. Go pick it up and throw it in the trash because that's not the person that I want to be. And I remember doing that, and it's the worst when it's far away too. It's like I try throwing it, and it's so far. I'm like, dang it! But you're right. Like, and that is a that's a it's a huge win. It, it's really, and that's something that anyone can do. Like, regardless of where you're at, you can be an IT manager, a director of, of operations. You can be a a SaaS business owner. But the if you if you look at it, every moment is a choice right you can choose what's right to do what's right or you settle mm-hmm. with whatever's left right mm. you can, yes. If it's not right what's left right like it's just yes yeah, i so. like
1: that i like that a lot and it's uh it's often in spite of how you feel right you, I, I love i mean the neuroscience chain of change how you think will change how you feel will change how you act but how you act can also change how you feel and sometimes mm-hmm. you there's not enough time for the feeling to act and just because you don't feel it doesn't mean it's not genuine right so I think that's part of what I'm trying to press into with the uh discipline and discomfort is like showing up because you have that strong why um and knowing you'll get like the dopamine's released in the pursuit it's not getting the thing like all all neuroscience and Andrew Huberman will tell you that you know I mean I think that's the danger with pleasure just pleasure as far as the escapism type vices that we have around us. Yeah. If you just if you just pleasure stack with no meaningful goal attached to it, then it's just seeking pleasure for pleasure's sake, and I think it kills our discipline because it trains our brains to crave and focus on the quick and easy lifestyle. Which remember, the, the long term is the goal, right? The, yeah. the long way is the only way. So I think that's where it's dangerous in today's world, where we can escape and cope instead of uh, embrace discomfort and lead. And and cultivate discipline.
0: hundred percent. So, if, if for someone who's listening, what would be some actionable steps they can take to to make sure they stay in alignment? Because it's easy to to say one thing, and three months later you forgot the thing altogether. How do you personally keep this on top of mind and in front of you? And if anything, challenge it in the future.
1: I, I actually have something written down here. I think could be helpful. Um yes. for me, kind of going back to the why, as simple as it sounds, improve the why of your your goals and discomfort itself, right? So for me, I had to redefine like why why is it worth getting uncomfortable if we naturally move away from it? And so I dig in and it's discomfort's the pathway to hope. If you follow scripture, it's it's the pathway to growth. Like that's just no matter what you believe, that's pretty obvious. The the things worth having aren't easy. Um, mm-hmm. it's the pathway to refinement, uh, and pathway to alignment with when you take the action with the values that align with it it creates alignment which creates energy and momentum in your life right so if you can ask yourself that can be a simple you know journal exercise or pull out a napkin start writing it down right pull up your apple notes yes. um and then from there i think the next step and i wouldn't add any more because i don't want to i wouldn't say too many steps yeah. remove the unnecessary discomfort from false expectations right the gaps you, we put, we put too short of a timeline on it, right? I should be here by now. Those expectations that aren't in line with reality, um, because your reality of your expectations of what things should be is not always reality, right? So, um, reality is always in formation. Um, it's not this static thing. And so we need to realize it's, you know, it takes time, right? We, it's, it's a journey, uh, so I just, I don't know about you, but I, I I create a lot of discomfort in my own psyche just from false expectations. And I, I just think expectations are so key in every area of life. So that's, what that's how, that's what I would say. Work on the whys and uh, try to try to identify where you have faulty expectations and maybe challenge those.
0: I want to know, um, I want to understand what do you mean by the whys? Like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, why do I do what I do? And I'm like, well, how, how do I put that into words right in my Mm -hmm. mind thinking, well yeah if you understand your personality type you can see where your strengths lies and what's important to you like for me i know that i'm i'm someone who loves to help others but i'm also very organized right so maybe i can easily say i'm gonna help create a structured um, sales plan so i can teach others how to make money themselves right that way it's not let me just give them money, feed them a fish, but rather teach them how to fish so they can eat for the rest of their life. So for me, that can easily be a why, right? But then again, I'm just thinking out loud. How how would you define finding your why?
1: No, I'm glad you asked that because it's a really, uh, really important question and something that can sound so uh, lofty, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, to I have three three buckets that I think could be helpful to evaluate that from. But also want to share before that a possible discipline equation because we're talking about cultivating discipline by having a strong why. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Stephen, I forget his last name, uh, Diary of a CEO podcast. He his, his discipline equation is the importance of the goal, your why, right? The importance of the goal. Why is this important? Plus the enjoyment you get in the pursuit of a goal, right? Your desire, maybe. Um, minus the cost of pursuing the goal, your pain, right? The discomfort. You can see there, if you don't have a why, like if you're just chasing what, um, and then the pain comes in, you're going to be a net negative. You're not going to have a positive score for the discipline equation. Does that make sense? So if you have a really strong why, or let's just say you give it points, worth 20 points because it's so purposeful, and it's in your sweet spot, like you enjoy doing it, you can see why work that fits your skills falls under this, um, then you're willing to endure, endure a lot of pain. But if you don't, then... you you may end up with a, you know, positive 15, like, let's go, let's keep going there. Um, So I just thought that was a cool way to kind of think about it, right, those components. But then if I'm asking why, the importance of the goal, I'd be asking myself, who do I want to become, what do I want to contribute, and what do I want to obtain? Those are three buckets you could build whys around, I think. That's actually in the book, The Power of Discipline. He said that, and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense, right? It's the becoming that we talk about. It's uh, putting others into the equation. What do I want to contribute to them? Um, because that's rewarding, right? It's not just about life's not about us. And mm-hmm. then, what do I want to obtain? Like money's not bad. Like maybe you want to you want to get financial freedom, right? But mm-hmm. if you just stay in the financial freedom, you can see where you miss out on the other two buckets. So yeah. I don't know. Is that is that still too lofty, no, or do you it, think that's kind of helpful there to, to kind of have first, those parameters?
0: So the, so what I got initially was, um, what's the the big thing you want to accomplish, or why is it important to you to accomplish that? So. In my case, just to think out loud here, um, I want to help. I want to help create um, assets for others, right? So my goal is to. It's important to to t- create an asset for like lead generation for others, like we said, so that way they can, they can, they can support themselves without relying on Big Brother, who wants to support them, right? But also, it's a give and take. So I feel like they'll they'll be in a less than situation, meaning that if if they're relying on someone else, someone else can take that away and they can be stuck there in fear, right? And I don't want them, so that's important. I don't want them to live in fear. Then you said, do something that you, so why is it, or is it enjoyable to you? Do you love to do that? I personally, I personally like to understand personas of people. So I like researching that because I love dissecting people's brains, right? Like, like why are they, what what makes them tick so doing the outbound specifically like in terms of lead generation but to understand like why why this what's the values of this person and how to attract them i like that piece so so if i were to add that up it's like okay so far i'm 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 in a in a, in a positive zone then you said finally ask yourself um uh, without the last piece was like uh, uh removing the negative state right removing what was that last piece um, of the equation?
1: Oh, it's the um, the cost of pursuing the goal. The, the cost of the pain, it. right? What pain are you willing to endure? endure? Yeah. I read a quote. One of the most important questions you can ask is what pain do I want in, in your life, in my life? What am I willing to struggle for? Anything worthwhile in your life is going to require some degree of pain and struggle. So if you are oriented to the pain and the struggle, you're probably going to be aligned with what you are capable of accomplishing rather than you just orient to the pleasures.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so but I like try- what
1: you were saying there because you, you're you're talking about pains of other people, and that can be a really strong why, right? Yeah. And yeah, it can exactly. be rooted in your own pain. Like I I fear wasting potent- my potential, wasting my life, drifting. So yeah. that becomes an anchor. Be- I do things so that lives aren't wasted, potential isn't left on the table. People live a a life well lived that glorifies God. That's like what drives me in the, the macro sense.
0: I see. I see. So I think we answered that. I I answered that initially, like the. Uh, when in my first, I guess, bucket, when I said I don't want them to to live without or be put in a in this, I guess, a serious but also negative situation, so I can easily take that piece toward the end, and, and meaning that if I take longer to pursue that or complete this, like they're gonna be left without. So, so that's that actually makes me feel different just thinking about that. It's like a different shift. Like, oh. That's now I awesome. Can see why I have to wake up? I didn't realize that, or I didn't feel that way until you said that.
1: Well, that's amazing to hear. I mean, you can keep it that simple, right? The the big yeah. one, and then make sure the 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 what you're doing, you you believe that it contributes to that. It doesn't have to be all these little whys that you have to hold no, on to. But, but sometimes you can find little, you know, subversions of that or whatever. To like, why am I doing? this? you know, there's just levels to this, of all the way down to like a habit or a task or an initiative. You don't have to get that crazy with it. I think having no, that strong. Overarching and making sure you're, what you're pursuing points to that, right? So yeah, it is, I'm that, glad that it was a good little live exercise for you. A it bit. was
0: a live exercise, without a doubt. So anyone listening to that, they can imagine that. Uh, what was the actual term for that? You said the Y equation? Discipline equation. The discipline equ- equation. Also, that means that by me understanding these areas, it's going to keep me in focus, right? To keep me doing the things I need to do. In other words, help me stay disciplined, right?
1: Yep. Your alignment, uh, right? Alignment is like your why. It's like your, you could say your manifesto, your your vision, right. your values, uh, the purpose. Uh, focus to me is those priorities, those areas, those buckets of life, those buildings that you're building. Um, and then discipline comes is all about the how, right? How do I cultivate yep. discipline? That's really We cool. all, we all, you hear everybody say it, dude. Everybody's like they admire discipline or like they preach discipline. It's like. It's willingness to do the the hard work, the unmagic, the unsexy things that create sexy results. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why we love sports. We we throw jerseys on because that person has discipline, accolades, and celebration from the masses. And I can all I have to do is put this on, go dogs, and I feel like I'm a part of it. What did I have to do? Nothing. The guy I showed you the clip of Georgia's head coach preaching this very thing: win the moment, attack the moment, chop the wood, keep showing up. And it's like, that's appealing to me, but I got to go apply it. I can't just wear the jersey and be like, yeah, I, that's who yeah. I am. I got to go do it. So
0: people get lost I, in that, right? Yeah. But that's, but that's a really good point. I like that.
1: Knowledge yeah. plus application, right? It's the two levers that you need to that's keep really pulling. Yeah. Because it's. Or Mosey's different. like, you know, go apply the thing. But yes, never stop learning. It's both things. Yeah. But most of us need more help, the discipline, the part. Yeah. At least I do. That's, At least I do. So
0: it's definitely an uphill battle without a doubt but this is helpful this is helping me see like okay i can see why i gotta stay in this path because if not there's a negative effect on the other side right so exactly that's that's a really really clean thing well thank you for that if anything what i would love to do from these is to create some kind of actionable worksheet right that can help you stay reminded if anything what's been like thinking out loud here i've always thought of um of, of getting some kind of daily reminder right it don't have to be the same your basic clock reminder or google calendar but rather like imagine if someone like as as awesome as the rock messaged you right from his tone of voice saying hey here's a reminder to keep you on track because you said this and then tomorrow it's someone like Gerard Butler I don't know but like these little and maybe text-
1: you've put your goals maybe you put your intentions on the back on the front end and yeah. it's tied it relates to that and it checks yeah, in Yeah and Is it that, tells you, know?
0: you it checks in like hey I've done this like Don't if we forget he, why you're doing this. Steve Larson did that. He would he had this this council of people um, that he would visualize in his mind and he would sit them around a long table and him being at the at the end, right? And he would speak to them and they would remind him from their perspective of their life. Right. An example could be Benjamin Franklin, hey, um, or or Thomas Edison when he worked in the light bulb, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 10,000 tries, he says, hey, man, I could have given up at six six hundred 669, right? But no, you have the light bulb because I went past the 3,000, you know, the, the 3,000 tries. So what? how many tries have you done, <laughs> right? And it's like a reminder, like, um, you said that you were going to work toward this. And he used that as a way to pull him, like, as long as I don't give up now, I will never lose. That's what Alex Ramose says.
1: That's it, dude. Keep rolling yeah. the dice. Eventually it's going to hit. So we should we just stop we just stop rolling the dice.
0: That's it. That's exactly it. You Imagine
1: Walls of Jericho if they stopped on the sixth lap. He's like, one more, one more. And I get it. Certain areas, it's like, well, hey, maybe this was – I've done enough reps. Now I need to move on to something else. At least, at least keep moving. Right? Yeah, I mean problems. your priorities won't shift. But maybe right? – you'd rather be the person who left it all on the field, right? I think that's 100%. a perspective.
0: And you could try a different way. If you didn't work if the outcome, if this approach did not work to the outcome, then try a different approach but still move toward the same outcome.
1: Yeah. Right? You just talked about this. You talked about data plus
0: intuition, like your gut, right? You need both. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, we should to listen to that. We should do something like that. We should we should have some kind of cool cool uh, like uh chat GBT kind of reminders where it text it texts you. You know, like I think that would be fun because I realized for me personally, being able to to I guess articulate the words in my from my point of view, giving it to someone else, it, it pulls me. But for some others, hearing it from an outside perspective to remind them why they're moving toward what they're moving toward that's enough to get them excited. Maybe. Mm. Let's I already know just...
1: exactly how I would build it. I have it right in my head. So, Daniel, yeah. you know, either f- we build it for you or first person to comment will build it for you, right?
0: Yeah, I think that's it. The first person to comment will build the entire thing for you. And then you can be the prototype. Do you like yeah. this? There we Is go. It free of charge. You? Free of charge. Yeah, you know we love building this stuff anyway. So whoever's listening to this and they're excited by that, having a constant reminder, pulling you toward your why. Right, and having your heroes in a way reach out to you on a, on a constant, you know, cadence. Hey, have you done this? You said you're going to move toward this. How far are you now? Right, and then they can plug in what they've tried, so you feel it. You're like, oh, we've messed up here. Like for example, I know Henry Ford. Um, he wanted to for when the war was going on, he couldn't afford or he wasn't able to get the supplies needed. So so in. Or- rather than giving up, he actually started going toward the areas where there were scraps from the war and he would pick up those scraps and use that to build his vehicles, right? Like the, the idea of like him going out to like, these dead zones, right? Where, where war happened and he would use those materials to then build his stuff. He became a real life vulture <laughs> in a way, benefiting from the the I guess the troubles of war. And if you think about it out loud, that sounds kind of vicious. But but he did what he had to do, especially with with what was given to him in that moment. He had nothing else but to live off the scraps. And look at him today, right? He's dead now, but like his his brand the, lives
1: on, it, right? He he didn't focus on resources, focus on resourcefulness, right? Resourcefulness. Turn, pain in, turn pain into a, a privilege, right? Those the exactly. these themes, these themes I'm seeing, themes I'm seeing, right? You don't like, I mean, some people call it abundance mindset, too, a growth mindset. It's like, dude, like when when you see it, when, when my mind can hold on to this perspective of like, I don't have to hit a certain result before I can keep growing it's it's just a game changer it it's the one percent better from james clear right just keep one percent we see this, we hear
0: this there's so many different things yeah that I thought of
1: kind of there's a little bit of aspect of nothing new under the sun just different ways to package it and hearing it from the right, right person and delivered in the right way right so
0: at the right time as well you
1: may hear something from tony robbins that i received better from insert other influencer yeah. that hit, hit me dan Coe in a different way because he's kind of thinks the way i think but
0: yeah no that's that's really cool and and i think that's the purpose of having these reminders just a fun interactive way to hear something different and it applies to you different in a different time but but staying on the same track is what's important mm-hmm. right Stay on the same track and having someone remind you of the track you're on because it's easy to take a left turn and that's off the track there's a whole different shiny track. objects yeah yeah, it's a whole never different been
1: track. more shiny objects. Yeah,
0: it's been a lot, right? So, yeah, so whoever's whoever wants this comment, I'll ask my my circle as well, right? We're happy to do this and you hold us to making this for you because it's going to help other people It aligns to our the vision. I just said my why, it does, right? yeah, help them fuel them, right? That's we crazy. can make
1: it where you, you can chat with it too and it log your uh. Yeah, I got. It's I right. captured the idea, everybody. So we'll yeah. see see what we can do with it. So. Us,
0: right? right, at <laughs> least
1: capture it. Yeah.
0: First right. this is a nice one, though. Really yeah. cool one.
1: Pre- appreciate the uh, the feedback and on these thoughts that have just been swirling. So
0: definitely, definitely. I
1: everybody, to apply it. Att- question the why, right, and try to cultivate some discipline.
0: A hundred percent, and on to the next. Right. Yeah. <laughs>